Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are discussing the upcoming full moon forecast on January 28th, 2021 at around 1.16 p.m. Central Time. So before we get started, please keep in mind I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer, meaning I use the astrologically precise placement of the planets to do these forecasts. If you follow the Western astrology system or the tropical astrology system, this is not going to make sense and you will think that my astrology is incorrect, <laughs> which hey, you may think anyway if you follow the tropical astrology and that's fine. Uh, but for all of those who are following the Vedic sidereal system or open to this system, that is the system that I'm going to be using today. And another thing that I want to remind you all about is that I have a Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash astrology now podcast where I post two extra segments a week. So if you're interested in getting weekly horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs helping you prepare for the week ahead utilizing the stars. And if you're interested in an educational segment helping you to decipher your birth chart, looking into Patreon may be a good option for you. So this upcoming full moon is really sweet. I am really excited to talk about it. Um, there are a few harsh aspects to the moon, but I'm seeing it really as a reminder. And I'll tell you why. So first of all, when the moon is full, this is when the moon and the sun are opposing one another so that the moon is completely full of light. And so again, on January 28th at around 1.16 p.m. Central Time, this is when the moon will be at its fullest capacity of light. It cannot get any more full. It cannot get any more bright. It's at its peak. And the only place to go is down. So once it hits that point of fullness, you know, lasts just a few moments, and then the light will start dwindling again, moving towards its state of being a new moon. And so when the moon is full, this is a notoriously good time for releasing and letting go and surrendering. And this is something that has been on my mind quite a bit lately. Um, doing readings for people and of course, looking at my own chart and seeing things within my chart and the people around me. And we all have this idea of how we want life to go. And we have this outline, and maybe even a timeline. Like I want to be married by 28. <laughs> I want to own a house by 32. I want to have a business by whatever, you know, we put these timestamps on things and we have these expectations sometimes. And sometimes we'll have this ideal of what we think we want life to be. And then things go completely not according to our plan. Life does what it does best and it throws us curveballs and it throws us off track. And then in the moment, it may feel really uncomfortable. We may be really unhappy with the way that things are going because it's not going in alignment with our time, you know, how we've planned things, our schedule, our timeline. 
And maybe a year later, maybe even less, maybe a few months later, maybe a year later, maybe two years later, we look back and we're like, oh my God, I dodged the bullet. I made the correct choice. I didn't know it at that time, but the way that things played out, I'm just so grateful that things played out the way that they did. And so by keeping that in mind and having that foresight, and I'm sure that so many of you can relate with this, you know, and if you're younger, if you're like in your late teens or early 20s, maybe not as much experience with this yet, but keep your eyes open and try to keep that as a possibility. Um, And, you know, I say that, but who knows, it doesn't really matter how old you are. For me, it was something that I really started noticing in my mid-late 20s. Um, I know everyone is different. And the reason that I'm saying all of this is because this idea of releasing and letting go and surrendering, it could also translate into trust, faith, and hope even. Um, This energy around letting the universe run its course, letting the universe support us, and trusting that the universe wants us to be happy and is supportive of our overall path. And I want to be careful when I'm saying that because I don't want everyone to, and I know that not everyone is going to feel this way, but I don't want anyone to think that this means to just kick back, take off your shoes and not do anything and not put forth effort. Like you, we have to try, we have to set goals and we have to work towards our goals and focus on them and apply effort, you know, and commitment to our dreams. But if things don't go as planned, and if the universe puts a wall in our way and is like, nope, you know, you thought you were going that way, but you're not going to go that way. Maybe not allowing it to totally destroy us and possibly creating a little bit of space to believe that maybe the universe is doing this for us. Maybe this is something to support us on the path in a different direction that's actually going to be better, healthier, more supportive of our overall growth. And it can be it can be so hard. It's so not easy to do this. Trust and surrender. <laughs> it takes it takes a lot. That's courage, right? It takes so much courage and faith in yourself, knowing like, all right, I'm going to trust the universe. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to let go. And I know that no matter what happens, I've got my back. I'm going to make it through this. It's all going to be good. So that's something that I've been thinking about with this full moon specifically because it is a time of releasing and letting go and surrender and all these things. But another element to that, why I'm bringing this up with this specific full moon, is because the full moon is going to take place in Cancer. So the moon is going to be in Cancer. The sun is in the sidereal Capricorn. And there is a stellium in Capricorn right now, meaning there's three or more planets. We've got a sweet lineup. We've got Jupiter, Sun, Saturn, Venus, and Pluto in the sign of Capricorn. That is a lot of Capricorn. And Capricorn, Capricorn likes things done a specific way. All those things I've been saying, Capricorn is like, you know what, actually, I (laughs) am setting this plan for myself. I've got it outlined. I have everything in 
boxes. I have everything with labels. I've taken care of everything. I'm thinking 10 years in advance. I'm being practical. I'm being rational. I'm being responsible. I'm going to apply all the effort I can to make these things happen. And I love that about Capricorn. And when that energy becomes too strong, we do become too fixed. And all those things I was mentioning earlier in terms of trust and surrender and letting go, it, it can become a little bit harder. Okay. And because of this grounded earth sign of Capricorn. And now with the moon being in Cancer, this is much more of a watery, fluid, intuitive, go with the flow type of energy. And you know, Cancer has its things that it gets attached to, but it's still a water sign. It's very emotional. It leans on its intuition and feeling. And more specifically, the moon is going to be in the nakshatra of Pushya. And Pushya is known as the star of nourishment. And the symbol for Pushya is the cow udder, which is representative of being able to nourish all of those around us and being generous with what we have for those around us for the greater good. The ruler of Pushya, this is where things get a little interesting. The ruler of Pushya, where the moon is, is Saturn. Because remember, the nakshatras have rulers as well. Nakshatras are signs in and of themselves. Ruler of Pushya is Saturn. And when we look at Saturn, Saturn is currently in the nakshatra of Shravana, which is ruled by the moon. So the moon sitting in a nakshatra ruled by Saturn, Saturn sitting in a nakshatra ruled by the moon. So it's kind of like a little sign exchange we have going on. And so we have this dichotomy of energy of Saturn being consistent and reliable and practical. And then, of course, the moon being a little bit more wavering and watery. And so for me, seeing these two energies, and I mean, it's a beautiful energy, really. I know that there's so much intensity right now, but I really feel the sweetness of this energy and um, the reminder to find nourishment for ourselves and whatever that looks like asking ourselves every day what is loving to myself what can I do that is loving to myself I ask myself that a lot and um, I actually learned that from, from one of my most profound teachers and it's like in moments of confusion in moments of frustration in moments of anger or sadness or whatever just take a moment to ask yourself, what is loving to me right now? And then try to find just a little bit of time to make that happen with whatever it is. So I'm feeling that energy in terms of asking ourselves what is loving to ourselves and nourishing to ourselves and staying connected to that. But then there's also this energy around boundaries and creating space for others to be as they are without judging them. And without creating conflict or resistance or like a border, you know. And I know that I've struggled with that before. If somebody is disagreeing with me, I'm like, well, I guess, you know, I guess we'll never get along then. <laughs> I guess that this just means that we're different people and we should, you know, go on our own paths. And 
it took me a while, but now I'm really solidly in this place where if someone disagrees with me, that's totally fine. Like I am 100% still full of love for that person within reason. You know, if somebody is like really violent and not kind or compassionate at all. There's like no, there's none of that. It's a little bit more difficult, right? But for the most part, if I'm disagreeing with someone, I still have space to love them and care for them and be open to them as a human being. And this is the type of energy that I'm getting because Capricorn, with all of this energy in Capricorn and, you know, a few other stuff we have going on, it can give us this tendency to maybe separate ourselves a little bit or be a little harsh, be a little cold, um, just not super open to the ideas and beliefs of others. But now, on the contrary, we have the moon in the sign of Pushya, which is all about nourishment and compassion and taking care of one another. And so really finding the connection between all of it, nourishing yourself, keeping yourself safe, creating boundaries for yourself that are appropriate for you. Maybe finding a little bit more acceptance in difference and still being able to find love and compassion for people, even if they're disagreeing with you and still finding ways to connect beyond that. What else I wanted to mention that I love about this full moon is that it is happening on a Thursday. And one of the gods associated with Pushya is Brahaspati, who has another name for Jupiter. And Thursday is the day of Jupiter. So when this full moon happens on a Thursday, it's like even more auspicious, which I just love. And really auspicious activities for Pushya are, of course, things like spiritual practices, pujas, mantras, yantras. Um, spiritual practices, being dedicated to spiritual practices, because Pushya is in the nakshatra that is ruled by Saturn. And Saturn is all about commitment to the spiritual practice. And so on this full moon, I really encourage you, whatever type of practices you have, to just make a little bit of time to pay homage to that space within you. It could be meditating and connecting to your own divine force, just focusing on your breath, which is mind-blowing enough. It could be lighting incense and meditating, chanting mantra. It could be listening to mantra music. If you're religious, going to a place of worship and just spending time there, whatever it is, however you honor the energy that's higher than ourselves right? Just spending a little bit of time for that. Of course, being the full moon, being a time of letting go and surrender, it could be a time where you decide to actively let go of things that are no longer serving you. And this could be in regard to these qualities that we've already discussed. So if there's been judgment that you've had towards someone and you haven't wanted to feel that way, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel this judgment and it's eating me away inside and I want to let it go. Maybe it's a time to write it down and process it and kind of clear it, let it leave you and encourage it to leave you. If you've been struggling with nourishing yourself, if you've been taking care of everybody else around you and all of the things and constantly making sure that everyone else is supported, maybe it's time <laughs> to let go of that just a teeny tiny bit to create some time to nourish yourself 
or to nourish your family or your children or your pet or your loved one, you know, just creating some time to fill up your heart and create a little bit more softness because things have been moving really fast. So just just a little reminder for that. With this full moon, it is an opportunity to manifest material possessions and wealth. So if you do any specific uh, worship to gods and goddesses, it's a wonderful day to pay homage to Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth and prosperity and fortune. Um, so acknowledging her, it is going to be more auspicious. I'll say for Brahaspati as well, for Jupiter, um, it would be auspicious to honor Brahaspati or even Jupiter. So those are a few ideas as well. Now, the other astrological ongoings, in addition to just looking at the full moon, the moon will be receiving aspect by many, many planets. The moon is our mind. It's how we feel. It's our emotional state. But the moon is also the masses. <laughs> okay, it's everybody. And the moon is being aspected by Jupiter, Sun, Saturn, Venus, and Pluto. In addition, it's getting aspected by K2 by its ninth aspect and Mars by its fourth aspect. So only Rahu, Neptune, and Mercury, and I guess Uranus are not aspecting the moon. So it's like all of these planets are hitting the moon. And the moon is a very delicate planet. Which is also why I'm encouraging everyone to take time for nourishment, ask what is loving to yourself, because it might feel a little intense. It might feel a little overwhelming. There might be some unanticipated anxiety, but I will say it's a fabulous time for spiritual practices. So if you've been wanting to wake up and meditate early, before the sun comes up, before people start moving about... There's this, oh man, I forgot where I read it, but it was when I was in Kundalini teacher training and it talks about how waking up before other people do, it's like you get to meditate in a space of clarity before the energy kind of gets moved around by the hustle and bustle of people around you. So waking up to meditate in a clear space, a clear environment before um, your housemates or your family and just giving yourself that time. Maybe even in the evening time, if that works better for you. But creating time for spiritual practice, it's highly, highly auspicious. And it may be what helps you chill out and steer away any unnecessary anxiety. Um, the energy of the atmosphere may be a little intense. The climate may be a little intense. When I say that, I mean like other people, things in the news. So just focusing on what you can do, how you can nourish yourself, how you can nourish the people around you. Mercury is going to be in the third house of the United States chart with Neptune. I believe the moon is here as well for the United States. And Mercury is going to go retrograde on January 30th. So as always, we may see some interesting stuff come out in the news. Um, just be really mindful of mixed messages and confusion. But I feel like that this is kind of an ongoing theme. But I do just want to give you the heads up for that. Mercury will retrograde on the 30th. So two days after the full moon. And there's usually a shadow period as well. This means that we can feel the retrograde happening maybe a week or five days before it actually happens. And then a week or five days after Mercury goes direct. So I do like to give that 
caution to people. And when Mercury retrogrades, it's really a time to revisit things. And it's pretty much everything that involves RE. So reorganize, revisit, revise, redo, reestablish, <laughs> recommunicate. Because Mercury also is going to govern over technology and also our speech, how we talk, messages. It's the mail system. It is, of course, the media, if I didn't say that already. Um, it's our mathematical abilities, our analytical abilities, typing out an email. So we want to be particularly careful about these things. And the warnings I always like to give, because this is something that's been something I've really struggled with, so I like to give people the heads up just in case, is if you are trying to get a big project done, try to finish it a few days before the due date or a few days before it's um, supposed to be ready because this will give you extra time to go over it, revise it, look for any mistakes. If you have to print it out, print it out multiple days before it's due because sometimes printers break. <laughs> so again, get it done beforehand to avoid any last minute panic attacks because you can't print your thing. Um, other things is backing up your work. Make sure that if you're doing any work on the computer that it's backed up on a hard drive or backed up in another place. If you are sending an email, again, just be really careful. Just be really mindful with your communication at this time and don't do anything off of impulse. I think that there's an energy right now that is kind of bringing about an anxiousness and also an impulsiveness. So try to really harness that energy of Capricorn and be a little bit more pragmatic and discerning and slow to respond. Take your time in responding. We may accidentally say something we regret. So be really mindful with your communication and stop before you speak and take things slow and try not to be in a hurry. So I hope that this was helpful. I always love recording these full moon and new moon forecasts. I hope that you have an idea of what to expect with this upcoming energy. Just be mindful with Mercury going retrograde here on the 30th. I hope that you really enjoy and honor the full moon that we have on the 28th. If you would like to learn astrology with me, I have a class that is beginning on January 24th, and it is a beginner's module. If you want to learn more about that, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then group study. Scroll to the bottom to learn more. If you have any questions, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. So again, if you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me. You can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and I will talk to you all very soon. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Bye.